Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He doesn't like bullies, and he'll call them out. This, this is The Roy Green Show. Next hour, is there fairness in Canada's courtrooms for Indigenous people? And this is after the Saskatchewan trial. You won't want to miss that. Well, let's stay with the situation in the province of Ontario, and particularly the Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario, and its quest to find a leader. Caroline Mulrooney joins me on uh, The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. She's, of course, one of the, one of the contestants. It almost feels like a competition now. Uh, Ms. Mulrooney, is your campaign progressing as you had hoped it would, as you planned it to progress, without all of the sidebar interference? Well, thank you for having me on your show, Ron. Um, My campaign is progressing uh, as I'd hoped. We are building support every day. I have uh, endorsements from fellow nominated candidates and caucus members, and I am getting supporters from across the province. So it is progressing as uh, as I've hoped. You know, you mentioned the interference. I'm just focused on my campaign and making sure that I am in the strongest position and able to win, which I plan to do. Let's talk about the carbon tax. That's been a major issue that's gotten so many of my callers, not only in Ontario but across the country, engaged. So you're for no carbon tax. Will you also, if you become the premier of the province, shut down the wind government's cap-and-trade scheme with Quebec and California? Yes, I said that that I would do that. All right, let's get on to another issue. Do you have a plan for Ontario's massive debt accumulated by the Wynn government? Your children's children's allowances are already spoken for. Ron, you bring up the reason I got into this in the first place. Uh, I have been working in the private sector, had a good job, and uh, love raising my children here. And I was very concerned uh, at the the fact that... uh, Under the Liberals, our debt has doubled and that we pay uh, $12 billion in interest expense a year. We only pay more in health care and education. And so that's money that we can't spend on the programs and services that Ontarians expect. And it is something that jeopardizes our ability to to be a prosperous province, uh, create jobs for future generations. So you bring up the issue I, I, I got into this uh, in the first place. So, so what's the most fundamental you know, what's the most fundamental thing you're going to do to address this debt that we have? Look at the Auditor General's reports. They're frightening. They are. So the first thing we have to do is get uh, our the size and cost of our government under control. And the only way we're going to do that is if uh, we defeat the Liberals because uh, they've found a way to create a culture of waste for the last 15 years. And fiscal responsibility, fiscal management is the first thing we're going to have to do. And you mentioned the Auditor General. She did, uh, in, she had a report a, a few weeks ago uh, citing that she had reviewed 14 programs out of over 100 and found a billion dollars of waste. So we, we need a change of government. We need uh, a PC government to get in there and actually uh, introduce some fiscal management in, uh, on Queen's Park and our spending. Let me come back to that issue of the uh, cap and trade with Ontario, California, and Quebec. 
You said that you would shut it down. That's what all the candidates have said. How would you do that? How would you go about that? Are there no safeguards in place that would make it difficult for the next Premier of Ontario to actually do this? The cap-and-trade system is uh, is not as straightforward to undo as, uh, as you know, one might think or as you're alluding to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not alluding to that no, at no. all. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just, no, people might think, and you're right. It, it, it is complicated. We've, we're going to have to. It's been phased in over time. We've just joined the WCI, so there are a number of steps that we're going to have to take to undo it, and it's not going to happen happen right away. Uh, so we, uh, you know, we we have to make sure that when we we roll things back or when we undo things, that we do it in the right way. Yeah, and but do you have a plan? I have a plan to get elected and make sure that when we look at the cap-and-trade system, that we, uh, when we roll it back and when we undo it, we do it in, in the right way. Canadian voters at the moment are dealing with political royalty in office with Justin Trudeau as the Prime Minister of Canada. There's increasing concern about Mr. Trudeau's decisions and behavior, like the veterans want too much, cutting a check for $10.5 million for Omar Khadr and issuing a ridiculous excuse for doing so, his seeming preoccupation with declaring Canadians to be racist by saying we can do better. Ms. Mulroney, uh, you are, for better or worse, political royalty. How will your experience growing up with your father as prime minister affect your governing style? My father left office when I was 19 years old, and uh, I am very proud of his, uh, his work and his legacy, uh, but, uh, but I'm coming to this with my own career and my own experience, um, my, uh, my father has influenced me in the way that I saw him fight very hard for policies that were not popular when, uh, when he brought them in, but he implemented them and fought for them because he thought they were right. And so what I learned uh, early on in life is that uh, you've got to do what you think is right, regardless of whether it's popular or not. And, uh, and the fact that people of all parties are fighting today for NAFTA uh, is proof that uh, that 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 when you when you believe in what's right and you fight for it, that uh, that you people will come around eventually. And so that's why I got involved, uh, and that's why I put my name forward uh, to be a candidate uh, for this for this election. Okay, we do. We have about I a minute. Believe- I'm sorry, we have about a minute left. So I do have to ask you about how the dynamics involving Patrick Brown. I'll ask the other candidates as well. How that in fact affects your campaign going forward. Mr. Brown has now declared he's a candidate again. The party can decide he isn't, but at the moment he is. Does that affect you in any way? Ron, the introduction of a new candidate in the race affects all of us. Uh, but we can only—I can only do what I can do, which is, uh, you know, call supporters, meet as many supporters, meet as many uh, members of this party as possible. Um, put forth a, a plan that will be ready for voters to to evaluate. I can only do the best that I can, and and uh, and that's what I have been doing, and that's what I will continue to do. I think that we have an opportunity here for a real change. We need a new face. We need somebody who's new to politics, and that is more true today than than it has been before. And I believe that after 15 years. Uh, people in Ontario want uh, want a big change, and uh, as leader of the PC party, I plan to, to do that and to win. All right. I thank you for the time. Good speaking with you. Thank you, Ron. Bye-bye. It's Roy. Uh, Caroline Mulrooney, she corrected me. I said Caroline, so she corrected me. So, fair is fair. It's Roy, R-O-Y. My brother's name is Ron. We'll come back.